welcome to the I'm Such a Pisces podcast. We're two friends taking an explorative journey into all things astrology and a little woo. I'm Christine. I'm a creative, intuitive counselor and coach and astrology enthusiast. We Pisces like to wear all the hats. You can find me on IG at the Dreamy Piscean. And I'm Shelby. I'm a licensed social worker, a big feelings person, and a light skeptic. Uh, here to learn all the astrological things. You can find me on Twitter at Shelby Tweeting, and being a Cancer Rising on Instagram at Shelby Cooking Things. Welcome to our show. Hey friends, Shelby here. Welcome to the I'm Such a Pisces podcast. I am just here to give you a quick note at the top of the show to let you know that we have officially entered the shadow period of the upcoming Mercury retrograde, and with that comes all kinds of weird technical difficulties. So um, as many of you may already know, Christine and I uh, edit this podcast all by ourselves, and we had a little malfunction this week, so our uh, recorded intro did not make it. Um, But instead, we have some funny clips that Christine pulled uh, that will become relevant as you discover what our meets are this week. So um, anyway, stay tuned in. And if the episode feels a little discombobulated, just know that that's why. So anyway, stay safe. uh, Prepare for all the things that the upcoming retrograde is going to bring. And have a good day. We love you. Bye. Damn, girl, he was cheating on you the whole time. Bro, I had girls in my DM going. Girl, not one girl, but multiple. Didn't There's... find out until because he broke up with me. I think I took him to brunch for his birthday, and he broke up with me after the brunch that I paid for. <laughs> I gave him his gifts, and I cried on the. This time, he was a sociopath. I cried on the subway platform, and you know when like you see the other person like across the platform. You He's saw him staring at me, crying. <gasps> Excuse me. Like I'm full on like boo hoo sobbing, and I'm like, what? Like. What do you mean? Because before that, he ghosted me for a month. He hasn't said anything. Mind you, I dated him for like ever. Okay, girl. I'm not going to drag you. It's okay to But why Why did this man ghost you for a month and you... He said he was... Busy. Took him out to the... Bur- girl, this is your... She he moved. Four dogs. You, this was your, was but, four bitches. But this was your... That you moved. Yeah. Like you say you're working and I want to support you, baby. You too strapped to see me? I get it. Delusional. The hopeless romantic society. Damn, I'm going... Zodiac signs who actually stop missing you. It's out of sight, out of mind. First, we have Aquarius, and they handle it the best. Sometimes. Aries. They will talk a lot of crap about you if you're brought up, though. And Pisces. They're gonna properly mourn you, cry, but it's gonna be in the arms of the next person. Zodiac signs who. All right, y'all. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that clip. Um, I love that our, our Pisces were were mentioned and featured here on signs that, you know, can move on because, yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Uh, <laughs> si se puede. <laughs> yes, si se puede. <laughs> um, but we often... We often have a little help from others, it seems. Yes, right in the <laughs> arms of another, okay? You know, let me cry on your shoulder. Toxic trait. 
toxic trait. We love a toxic trait. Always don't got we? something lined up. Always yes. got it lined up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, y'all, this week, you know, speaking of, um, you know, in the arms of another, we are talking about breaking up, okay? We're getting into all the astrology of breaking up. So, to start off our relatable content, we are going to go to one of our favorite uh, journalistic uh, mediums, <laughs> Cosmopolitan Magazine. And Cosmo is going to tell us when to break up with someone by the signs, okay? Okay. So, let's see. Yes. Aries. We're going to break up with Aries when everything becomes a competition. So, mm-hmm. our Aries love a challenge. They love to win. And we love that for them, right? We love, you know, an Aries trying to win us over. Because they're very, right. per, per, you know, persuasive. Um, and persistent. Mm-hmm. But... Demanding, even. Dema- demanding, <laughs> even. But eventually, that can, you know, get old. And you might start having conflicts. And so that would be a good time to let them go. Cut them loose. Cut them loose when they, you know. Cut them cut cut loose. When they start cut creating em. conflicts for you, okay? <laughs> and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to run through these a little quickly just so we can, you know, get to our meets. And, you know, we've got, we've got a few lists going on. So, like, we're going to just go yes. hit them. Hit them quick. Um, mm-hmm. Taurus. We're going to let them go when they're no longer affectionate. So, you know, Taurus is all cuddly vibes. We're comfy, we're cozy, you know, like Venus energy. And so if they're not giving you that energy anymore, they're probably giving it to somebody else. So you just go ahead and let them go. (laughs) Just let them. Okay. Let them go. Noted. Noted. (laughs) All these Taurians in my life. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. They're not giving you the cuddles. Cut them. Um, Gemini. When Gemini gives you the silent treatment, it's time to go. Because we it's know Geminis over. love to talk. So uh-huh. yeah. we're not... Have you met me? Right. Like I identify if, very heavily with that moon sign. Yes, <laughs> yes. If we're not giving I you... I never shut the fuck up. Yes. And if we're not giving you that energy, again, who are they giving it to? Uh, somebody is getting the energy because they got to talk. They got, I mean, like, you know, it's got to happen. Get it out. (laughs) It's got to get out. So time to cut your losses and let it go. Um, There's no conversation that's going to fix it, right? Because they're already not having any conversations with you. So. Right. Cancer. We're letting cancers go. um, When they're getting most of their emotional support from someone else. Again. Like, <laughs> I was gonna say if I had to guess, if I, I I was about to say when they stop making you when they stop trying to make you dinner. Uh, again, yes. <laughs> if they're not feeding you, mm, they don't want you. Who are they feeding? They don't want you <laughs> We're just gonna make it about someone else every time. Like, who are they feeding? Who are they giving their emotional? That's not the support only from? reason to break up. Okay, there's lots of reasons besides other people to break up. <laughs> Some of us I'm are just looking kidding. For internal yes. fulfillment, okay? Yes. We don't need Sometimes. the external validation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
says us Pisces, you know, crying in the arms of another. <laughs> right. Right, 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 right. So, you know, our, our fellow Cancers, again, in the arms of another. So they are giving their emotional support to someone else. Um, now, that that is Cancers. Um, mm-hmm. Leo. Mm-hmm. We're letting Leo go when your sex life is over. Yeah. Cause that's that's big for them. It's big for them, huge right? For like them. if they're not fucking you, I'm not gonna say it. They probably don't want you. But they're probably not. They don't want you. <laughs> that's right. all I'm gonna say. <laughs> the spark is the spark is out. The heat is the, the spark. Is the heat out. is gone. The thrill is gone. The the heat the is thrill. no longer there. It's not hot no more. So <laughs> yikes. Um, Virgo. When they stop making plans for your future together, it's time to, time to let go. They don't see the future anymore. Yeah, because they're planners, they right? The These, this is a nurse sign. They, you know, they like a plan. And if they are, if you are not part of the plan, who would know? Yeah. <laughs> not who is. <laughs> Every not time, Christine. <laughs> Maybe they're just making plans with themselves. Maybe they just like. You know, their plans again. just don't include you. That is that is the point. Their plans don't include us <laughs> anymore. Yes, I have been on that side of Virgos. You know, the plan didn't include me anymore, yeah. and that was Ooh. sad for me. And I cried <laughs> in the arms of an. No, <laughs> um, no, Christine and her Virgos. You know, you know. Christine and her Virgos probably cried in the arms of another Virgo. Honestly. So there's been so many, so so many of them, so many, um, Libra, when your relationship becomes one sided, yes, because we know Libras love relationships anyway. Right. And if they are not giving you that energy, they're done. It's time to go, baby. It's time to go. Time to go. Scorpio, when their teasing gets mean. Been there. Yeah. <laughs> Been there. That joke cuts a little too deep. Cuts huh? a little too okay. deep. Ooh. And you know we're wa- we're water me, signs too, out. so you know it probably did cut deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let them go if they're getting mean, because you know it's mm-hmm. it's no longer fun banter when it gets mean. It's just it's just mean. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me. Sagittarius. When you found a uh, routine. <laughs> oh, no. They don't want that routine. They want to keep it fresh and they, spontaneous. They want you to switch it the fuck up. Yeah. Okay? So if you're trying to get your life together, you just go ahead and let that Sagittarius go. <laughs> get your <Yeah>. Capricorn. <laughs> Chaos. Chaos. How many Chaos. times do I have to say it? Chaos. Chaos. <laughs> And speaking of our Capricorns, um, we're going to let Capricorn go when work is always more important. Now, you know, we all know that Capricorns and Virgos are workaholics of the Zodiac. So you already know what you're getting into if you're dating them. Please know what you're getting into first because you might need to understand that you might not be first. 
you might not come before work mm-hmm. <laughs> and you need Most to be okay with that yes yeah but if work is always more important we might need to you know they need to reassess whether they need to be in a relationship at all but right are you, you might need ready to leave for this relationship yes yeah. yes yeah you might need to leave in order for them to to realize you know yes so aquarius when they stop Can't inviting you to hang with their friends mm, mm, interesting interesting so hmm. aquarians love their friends right they, they love their friends even though they're they claim to be loners um <laughs> so um so if, many dualities there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so if if you know they like their friends if they if you've been around their friends and now all of a sudden they're not inviting you to be with their friends that's not a good sign. Hmm. If they hide you. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so last but not least, of course, is our Piscean fish friends. We're going to leave a Pisces when they no longer care. If they're not showing you that they care, if they're not giving you their compassion and their empathy and trying to love on you, mm-hmm. we already know where they are. So we've already mm-hmm. said. Yeah. Pisces yeah, isn't going to it. take care of themselves. Pisces is going on to somebody else. You keep saying that. We, we all contain so many multitudes, okay? We do contain multitudes. <laughs> and we will take care of ourselves after we rebound into the arms of another. <laughs> we have to rebound first, and then we're like, oh, yeah, I got to take care of me. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. That's fair. We got to get our needs met. Everybody's you know. getting their needs met, Okay. The Pisces, we think we want the streets. That's the thing. We do think we want the streets. We're like, oh, I want to get in the streets. Let me get in these streets. Man. It's, like, exciting for a little bit. I just was having a moment where I was like, yeah, yeah, hot girl summer. Here I come. And now I'm just like, actually, I don't know. That doesn't. It just. Do I want that? I don't. Feels not good for my healing girly. It does, era, yeah. You know? you know, in Pisces, you know, we, we like to, you know, we like to be healed. We don't like to be out here just. You know, we're too, we got too much going on emotionally to be just too chaotic. So <laughs> eventually we got to reel it in. For that many other people. I don't have enough, like, I don't have the mental capacity. Like, the way that I feel like we as Pisceans love, we, we love, we love a little project. We love to fix people. We love to be like, I'm going to come in here. I'm going to do some witchy shit. I'm going to heal you. And, like, I can't be doing that with a full roster. Like, right. <laughs> I, right. I can't. I can't keep all of your traumas straight. I'm so yes. sorry. Like, <laughs> yes. And honestly, like one of the things that has been kind of, I don't know, convicting me and like, oh, sound, it's such a Christian word. I don't know. It's like convicting. <laughs> conviction. Like conviction. It just it gives me church all over again. Um, <laughs> but one of those things is like, you know, thinking about the energy that you take in, you know, in. We are we already you know again like a lot of us water signs Pisces, um, we do healing work, um, mm-hmm. and so 
you're already taking energy in from the people that you work with um, mm-hmm. and being able to put give a certain kind of energy back out healing energy to these people mm-hmm. but then you have that and then you have the energy that you're taking in on a personal level which includes the right. people we are romantically or sexually involved with you know our friends our family all of that and so just on a on a sexual level the way that interacting with different energies affects us you know in a spiritual way and the way that we can again give the our energy back to people in a healing way it's all connected right and so like yeah. you know some things started kind of like okay you really can't just be like in these streets like this and be doing this mm-hmm. healing work that you're supposed mm-hmm. to be doing. it's too much you can't it's you, too you much. just can't do it and my heart can't take it it just can't it really can't it's just it's too much so that's that you know we we all have to like just move about our journeys in the way that we must and figure those things out in the ways you know that work for us um and it doesn't look the same for everyone but yeah yeah no you're right i like i want to be for the streets but like i'm not really for the streets it's it's the streets are fun really for a minute. Streets. I don't know if it is any are are there really any people that are made for the streets though, you know? Like You know what? I believe that there are people that are made think for the so? streets. Yeah. I think Sagittarians are made for the streets. Sagittarians <laughs> might be made for the streets. You're right, you're right. Yes. And I mean, not to say that like exclusively like everybody deserves love and care yes. and like safety and security in yes. a relationship, but like some people are much more equipped for the streets. Yes, than absolutely. <laughs> Definitely not Pisces. Pisces, we are not really equipped for the streets. <laughs> like... Some of those earth signs too, like some of those stubborn ass earth yeah. signs are yeah. just like yeah, but you know, deep down, they all want to be loved. They all want to be. Everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants it's to be loved. Everyone's modus operandi, you know. Yes. So uh, I have a little something, something for our next segment in relatable content. I've got a very special mm. celebrity birth chart. Uh, it's like a two for one deal because it's not just one celebrity birth chart. It's yes. two celebrity birth charts. Uh, and you know a little bit of um, a little bit of of uh, fuck, I just forgot the word. What's the word with the when you put the two charts together? Not compatibility. But uh, a composite chart. Composite chart. Thank you. I have a composite chart based on a a, a very um, scandalous celebrity breakup. <laughs> Ooh. So. I don't know. It just it was funny. I like was googling, you know, scandalous celeb celeb break breakups and this is like one of the first ones that came up. So today we are doing Kim and Kanye West. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Which also, I don't know if you know this, but like all of the Kardashians have all of their birth information just like readily available, like birth times and everything. Like all of their shit is available. So like I could, I a could lot of that. astrologers, a lot of astrologers like on TikTok and stuff, like study them, especially like the family dynamics and like all that kind of stuff. Like I see them all over TikTok because that they just put that shit out there for people. So yeah, I can see go. that. <laughs> It probably makes them money in some way on the back end, some way. Of course, yeah, yeah. They're 
uh, you know, we can feel how we feel about them, but either way, I thought it is on the theme is. of breakups, mm-hmm. this is a pretty good one. Yeah. So we're going to start with looking at Kim. So Kim Kardashian was born on October 21st, 1980. She is a Libra sun, a Pisces moon, a Mercury is a Scorpio Mercury, Virgo Venus, Sagittarius Mars, Virgo Jupiter, Libra Saturn, Scorpio Uranus, Sagittarius Neptune, and then Libra in Pluto. She also has her North Node in Leo, her Chiron in Taurus, keep that in mind for later, <laughs> Sagittarius Ascendant, and then um, the the MC, the Medium Coli, or whatever Coli in Virgo. Uh-huh. So that is her chart. Uh, and then, of course, we have the very problematic Kanye West. <laughs> feel feel how you feel about Kanye, but you know, I still listen to College Dropout sometimes. Cause I just can't not. <laughs> hey, I, I understand. But uh, as as we may suspect or know, just like many, many famous rappers, he is a Gemini, Gemini Sun, also a Pisces moon. Oh, uh, Oh, that's and right. Then, oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he is a Taurus, uh, Mercury, Venus, and Mars. So, hmm. interesting. Um, also, Jupiter is in Gemini. Saturn is in Leo. Uranus is in Scorpio. Neptune is in Sagittarius. And then Pluto is in Libra. He also has his North Node in Libra, and also his Chiron in Taurus. So that's what we have for Kanye. Okay. <laughs> so just I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot for like two seconds. Yes. Just based on that information, like even just Big Three alone, like they're both air signs. They're both a Pisces moon. Um, the ascendant is in Sagittarius for Kim, and then the ascendant is, um, oh, we don't actually have Kanye's ascendant sign, so I think maybe he is an ascendant in Cancer, I saw that on a different website. So just based on, like, big three alone, like, what's your first impression as far as compatibility goes? So, sorry, I'm trying to, like, I was trying to see if I could find an actual visual chart so I could like the synastry chart since you know they're I so I tried to pull up a well composite chart to, to drop in the chat and every time I pulled one up it was like 404 not found so it made me feel like did Kim like pull all these from the internet because I can't find like the visual <laughs> chart of their composite Interesting. anymore oh I don't want the YouTube yeah I, I was just like I was trying to hold all of that in my head and I'm like oh I need a visual you know I'm a a visual learner <laughs> like visual I need the learner. visual I need the visual um so I I do have some some, some thoughts based on one of the articles I I read but yeah I'm, I'm yeah. curious if you have any so thoughts. part of it is like oh it's the same chart I just saw okay um I don't love this chart that I'm looking at because it is like big and small shit happening and um but anyways so part of what I was trying to see was that, oh, there it is. So when you're talking about synastry, 
um, especially synastry, which is the comparison of the two charts and our composite is mm -hmm. turned into one chart. Um, mm -hmm. There are certain aspects that are more important than others. Um, so something mm -hmm. like the sun, moon, like sun, moon, Venus, Mars. But there are other aspects that also give us a lot of important information. Um, mm -hmm. So having similar elemental energy is, you know, usually a, a fair sign, you know, it's like, okay, you have similar energy. Um, air, you know, similar energy and other places may create like trains, um, which are also, you know, harmonious, you know, good energy. Um, so like, it seems like their compatibility is fair from what I can just hear off top. Now, of course, mm -hmm. without looking at it further and seeing like, okay, look, look at some of these aspects, because that's where we really get into, are we compatible? Mm -hmm. But yes, they, it's, you know, fair, fair compatibility. Yeah. 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 I thought the same thing. Like, I always feel like when two people have the same moon sign or moon sign in the same element or your sun sign is someone's moon sign, like, I'm always like, okay, that seems like a good vibe. Yeah. Um, so overall, generally, like, based on what I was reading from other people who had kind of interpreted their, their charts together, it does seem like they were kind of, like, fated to be together, but that yeah. doesn't necessarily always imply a lasting relationship. Right. Um, so I'm going to read just, like, a little tiny bit from this article from InStyle that I found about, um, so several astrologers had predicted their divorce years in advance. Um, and they talked a lot about their nodal energy. So, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> in May 2020, they started to have a nodal return to their first meeting. So they first met in 2003. Uh, this acts as a marker at the beginning and end of their relationship with the North Node in Gemini and the South Node in Sagittarius. That transit occurs uh, in the same sign, or that transit in the same sign occurs every 18 years. Mm -hmm. um, in 2012, they made their relationship official. That was the halfway mark of their, like, you know, total relationship. Uh huh. Um, this means that they were having their nodal opposition. The North Node was in Sag, and the South Node was in Gemini. This energy aspected Kim's seventh house of partnerships, mm -hmm. squared her Venus and her moon mm -hmm. so there was some major activation around that time um let's see for kanye it connects with his son and his jupiter and gemini making their relationship feel abundant and prosperous um that energy also squares the moon in pisces um so action was being taken around their domestic life and then that all adds up since late in 2012 they announced that they were expecting their first baby shout out northwest uh-huh <laughs> Um, <laughs> so let's see um, when they got married in 2014 um, their nodes of destiny were in Libra and Aries um, uh -huh. so let's see another nodal connection and then we get to 2020 the nodes of destiny were in Cancer and Capricorn which means that there was a nodal square to these points that added stresses to their partnership Mm. So we saw that kind of play out because that's kind of when the media was starting to talk about them kind of living separately and like things weren't going well, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. 
then, okay, we have this whole thing about the Saturnian energy mm -hmm. in Kanye's chart. So he had this cosmic wake-up call, as we know. You know, Daddy Saturn uh -huh. always giving you something to kind of fuck things up a little bit. <laughs> Good times. Good times. So Kanye embarked on this Saturn opposition, um, which squares the degrees of uh, the degrees Saturn was transiting when they got married in 2014. That created a T-square between his uh, natal Saturn in Leo, transiting Saturn in Aquarius, and Saturn in Scorpio. Um, so a T-square, um, and this is still something that I'm like not totally familiar with. I hear uh, Jessica talk about it on Ghost of a Podcast all the time, and I'm like trying to remember what it means. But basically <laughs> it's like fraught energy that creates a planetary opposition between two planetary squares. Yes. Um, it's a time of action change of plans uh -huh. right so they were already married at that point and it's like that occurred in this big planet of commitment saturn right yeah and it sort of dictated this like very slow demise yes so so yeah so it's essentially what we're seeing is yes they were sort of fated to be together they were very compatible in many ways and uh -huh. saturn came right in there and fucked it all up yeah <laughs> relatable content and and honestly and we'll get into this in a little bit but that is part of this whole breakup thing is that or or relationship thing within astrology you know you can see definitely your compatibility you can look at your um the ways things are you know the things that we're strong in the things that we need to work on but we can also look at these are the transits that are going to happen these are going to create challenges and if not if you don't handle them well or if you don't handle them right, but depending on how things have been handled up until now and how you respond to this energy will determine how, where this relationship goes. And it could create a breakup um, because, right. again, astrology is not like a psychic. Like astrology is not like it's it's definitely going to happen. Free will. We still, still have, free have free will. We still have free will, but the energy can be so heavy you know, it could be so strong that, like, it's it's difficult to overcome. Um, right. And it, it sounds like there's just, like, a lot of things that were just a little too difficult to overcome for them. And, and for a lot of people, you know, they're just energies that pull you in a different direction. And you just, mm -hmm. it's just the end. It's just the end. It's just and the end. you know what? It's just the end. It is what it is. But yeah, it, <laughs> it is, is what it is. What it is. Um, so on that note, yeah, do we want to <laughs> do you want to take, take a quick break? Take a little break. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Welcome back, y'all. We are here after a bit of a break. A little bit of a break. <laughs> a little bit of a break. We're here to bring you the meats, um, and so as we have kind of you know discussed, alluded to, etc. Today, very much on theme for Christine and I, we are talking about the astrology of breaking up. So, as per usual, Christine has a very well-researched outline for us, and uh, I can't wait to hear what she's got. Yes, y'all. So, yeah, so we're getting into the astrology of breaking up, y'all. So, one of the things, you know, one of the most popular topics people want to talk about in astrology is relationships, right? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And so we always we always want to know like, are we compatible? Are we going to get married? Now we don't often ask how long will the relationship last. <laughs> like right. we just want to know if right. it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So you know. Now, some people, we're you know, asking they want to know. We're asking those Cosmo horoscopes from our childhood. Right. Know? Right. Will we get together? Not will it last, but will we get together? Yes. Yes, we will get together. Does my crush like me or not? Or not. <laughs> Beyond that, we don't really care, I guess. You know, so today we're going to get into maybe a more universal um, topic than even getting together, which is breaking up because relationships end. Um, really, no matter what kind of relationship um, we are in, they end. Mm-hmm. But we are talking about romantic relationships today. So right. we'll stick to side that. Side note, maybe at some point we should do a friendship breakup episode because I don't know if you've ever had a friend breakup, but like those are hard. Mm-hmm. They're really hard. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, honestly, you could probably use these same predictors. Um, maybe not all of them, but probably many of the same predictors to predict the end of a relationship because you're really just looking at, you know, those charts to see those um, the transits and maybe some of the um, aspects that may be occurring. Um, or some of the things that you might have to work through, uh, challenges you might have to work through. Um, those things might still appear um, in with with a friend. So it might be some of the same things. We'll we'll see. We'll we'll jump into it. Um, okay. So let me see. Okay. So we Pisces are you know we're no we're no strangers to a breakup. You know we find ourselves in the arms of another. But we are heartbroken. Um, we are, we our are. little little romantic hearts are often broken. Um, so we realize that the the fantasy that we have created in our heads is not the reality. It's not the reality. Manifested. No, <laughs> no. So you know the question is: Can astrology tell you when your relationship will end? What do you think? Can it? You so, tell me. I don't know. You know, well, it's it's complicated, right? As most things are in astrology, <laughs> it's complicated. And in but life. And in yes, life. yes, yes, and no. The question, the answer, the answer is yes and no. So, okay. as a reminder, I think I said this earlier in the episode, astrology cannot predict events that will definitely happen. Um, that's right. more in line with a psychic prediction. You know, maybe if you're seeing someone yeah. with a little extra gift. Uh, <laughs> We've got free will. We have free will. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, you know, again, if someone has a different gift, they might be able to tell you some things. But astrology is not, um, it cannot tell you anything definite. Um, it's it's right. all about the energy presence or what's to come that could lead to the breakup. So right. that's what we're looking for. How will I know? How will I know? Always with my Whitney <laughs> with reference. Yes. Mm. Everybody sing so, the song. Okay. Yes. Get get in your Whitney bag. Come on, y'all. Mm. Right. All right. <laughs> so there's no one definite way to see a breakup in astrology. Okay. 
So we, we're going to look at some different factors that can be some strong indicators. Okay. So we're mostly going to be looking at your transits to your natal charts or mm -hmm. your solar return. Now, you might see some things in some other relational charts, right? So you might be able to see something in a composite chart that could show you some, like, really stressful energy. Um, mm -hmm. You might be able to see something. I think, I, I think we're going to look at the solar return charts, yeah. Um, there's, there's another chart I'm, that's in my mind that I'm thinking of. You might be able to see some things somewhere else as well, like you can see challenges within um, mm -hmm. a synastry chart. Um, but again, the synastry is going to talk about, well, are we compatible? So we've moved beyond compatible. We're already in the relationship. So we're, to, we're really looking at our composites um, as far as the relationship is concerned. But we're going to talk about natal chart transits and your solar return. So okay. what we want to look at um, are outer planets that are maybe harshly aspecting inner planets. So those outer planets being Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and we want to be looking at inner planets such as the moon or Venus. These are important, especially when we're talking about relationships. Um, so the, this can also signify stress or strain on a relationship. So it's not always that these things are going to lead to a breakup, but... If you see this and you can't, if you don't address it, you're definitely headed towards the breakup space, right? Um, but if Got you can it. see this ahead of time and you can both be in the space to work on it and that mm -hmm. work is successful, maybe we can move beyond it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we got to do the work. I we got to do the work, yeah. right? As, as in life, you got to do the work. <laughs> Do the work. There's a there's a great book called Do the Work. Um, that is where we see our outer planets. Okay, so next we have Saturn. So like Saturn is Saturn. like everyone has Always. that exact same response, right? Like, Always fucking us up. <laughs> Anytime we see Saturn. Time. Fucking up a good time. The, so the, the common, like, misconception, really, with Saturn is, especially when we're talking about relationships, it's like you see Saturn, like an aspect with Saturn, you're like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. It's going to end. Something's going to go wrong. Something's going to end. So Because Saturn, you know, brings challenges. We know that there's going to be challenging energy when Saturn is involved. So, mm -hmm. it, it you know, it makes us a little nervous. But... Saturn always comes out on the other end. We have to remember, Saturn does bring good things on the other end, but you just have to work through those challenges first. Right. That's right. <laughs> so Saturn, <laughs> you know, our planet of, you know, restriction, depression, pessimism, and separation in contact with Venus the planet of love, beauty, harmony, and one-on-one -on -one relationships often results in separations and breakups. Mm. So if we, if we have okay. a Saturn in contact with Venus, whether it's an, a conjunct, a square, an opposite, 
any kind of Venus transit. Not a good sign. Not a good sign. Um, So Saturn on any planet that leads to increased depression and disconnect from what the natal planet represents. It's another. With Venus, we feel less attractive and sociable and we feel a disconnect from those closest to us. So Saturn, you know, gives us that depressing kind of energy that doesn't really vibe with Venus, you know, so they just, they, they cause a disconnect. Um, also Saturn on Venus compels us to take a long, hard look at our relationships and suss out what's working for us and what's not. So because Saturn represents that pessimism, the way we once looked at our lovely relationships might change. Um, the little or big things we once ignored or withstood become unbearable and our only alternative is to withdraw and reevaluate the direction of the relationship. Hmm. So that's that's the process of Saturn, right? We're going to take okay. some steps back. We're going to like reevaluate things or like ah the things that I was excited about once I'm less excited about. Let me take a step back and look at it. Now, again, in this step back, it could be a space that we could work together or it just might be a space that you're like, yeah, this isn't really working for me anymore and I'm out. That's okay too. So that's our Saturn transit. Mm -hmm. So, you know, things to look for, things to look for in our transits. Um, If you see any Saturn Venus transits happening in your chart, um, you know, you might be experiencing some energy that is similar to this. <laughs> um, so another outer planet for us to look at as far as transiting Venus or the ruler of the fifth or seventh house or the descendant. So the seventh house, you know, of course, that cusp, that angle there is the descendant. Um, and we also want to look at whoever the ruler of your seventh house or your fifth house are. Um, so these are a few things to look at. Again, Uranus brings some abrupt changes. Uranus can kind of bring some like unconventional energy. Um, so Uranus is one to look out for. It can bring some challenges in relationships. So this is our planet of rebellion freedom of restrictions and predictability um, separation in aspect to Venus can cause separations in relationships. So under this influence, we are no longer satisfied with the everyday humdrum aspects of normal relationships. And we tend to seek new experiences and excitement in love. Does that I feel sound like, like I an have Aries? This. I must have this. <laughs> I, I have, have this. To. It's a diagnosis. I have Uranus. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have Uranus. <laughs> I have a Uranus aspect to Venus. I've got to. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Well, we need to look at your chart. We need to look at your transits um, and see what's going on. You might. You might have Uranus. I know. I gotta look. <laughs> 
So another part of this um, is that relationships might become boring. Um, and we all we want to do is have fun. You know, Uranus on Venus changes our tastes. We often find ourselves attracted to people we never thought we'd be attracted to before the transit began. Now, again, mm. bringing that different energy. So, you know, that Aquarius, you know, it's that same energy. So we're attracted to some different shit. We're just into some different shit right now. Um, Uranus temporarily. Venus Aquarius, baby. Mm-hmm. See? <laughs> See? Uranus temporarily changes our attitudes. Mm-hmm. Um, on love and freedom. So we naturally attract like-minded people. Um, relationships begun at this time generally don't last. So, you know, just watch out. You know, if this is a transit that you're experiencing, it might be just a good time. Just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Don't look for any permanency. Mm-hmm. Just kind of let it roll. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> once the feelings of excitement wear off, we are often no longer interested in that relationship and we move on. This is great rebound energy, right? Um, on the other hand, it might be the other person who leaves us once the relationship becomes normal, since the person we attract is usually the Uranian. Oh, okay. Mm, hmm. Something something to watch out for there. Um, okay. We also find ourselves with new groups of friends and make changes to our appearance. We might dress differently or change our hairstyle. Again, that Uranus energy is like, let's change it up. You know, again, that's that same, that's that collective energy as well. So, you know, changes in friends, change, you know, we're just, we're, we're making changes. We're just, it's, it's all abrupt. It's just like, let's do it. Let's Right. Go for it. Full speed. Go ahead. for it. Yes. Um, so the aspect between Uranus and the natal planets describes the nature of the transit. Hard aspects, such as your conjunctions, your squares, and your oppositions, are the most difficult and often end in separations and or infidelity. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Thanks. Gotta watch Bummer. out for that. So, yeah, again, you know, Uranus... I've got, yeah, we could talk, yeah, we'll talk about it in a second. I've got some, some Uranus stuff in my, in my chart that I'm like, this is, this is interesting. Um, but the square in opposition in particular often bring what was I thinking relationships. <laughs> the people we partner oh, with I've had under a lot this, of those. see, uh-huh. The people we partner <laughs> with under this influence are generally exciting but the long-term potential is lacking due to the fact that the person really isn't our type or suitable for a long-term relationship. Hmm. So, interesting. you know, watch those squares and oppositions. You might just want to just, again, have fun because there's not a lot of long-term potential. Again, your long-term potential actually can be a Saturn aspect. Again, that, that Saturn aspect that we're always afraid of can also be an aspect, depending on the aspect and what it is aspecting, <laughs> um, could be a stabilizing agent um, and a sustaining agent. So interesting in that point as well. But 
these are some of the transits and the aspects you want to look for if you're looking to see um, challenges and or um, energy that could maybe lead to a breakup. These are some things that you could be looking for. Okay. If you're, if you're expecting a breakup in your life, if you're, or you're trying to, trying to get ahead of it, need to know if you need to find yourself in the arms of someone else. (laughs) You know, plan ahead (laughs) y'all. You know, some of us, you know, we want to just kind of take it as it goes. Some of us like to study and see what's going on, but you know, I mean, most of the time our relationships, our romantic relationships end, right? Like, yeah, sadly. most of them will end. <laughs> all, all good things come to an end, don't yeah. they? Yeah. So, and you know, it doesn't always have to be bad, but that's, that's <laughs> life, right? That's life. That's what right. do you think? Have you um, do, have you seen anything in your chart, or you know, does anything sounds? So I'm I'm consulting my uh, my chart here and just checking it out. I um, so my uh, seventh house ruler is Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, my I feel like. My Uranus is also in Capricorn, so I'm just like trying. I just, what does that mean? Like, what, <laughs> hmm. what does that tell so us? So your Uranus is in Capricorn. Cap, you said Capricorn is the ruler of your seventh house. Mm-hmm. Okay, so okay, so your seventh house is your descendant. So again, that's like the energy that that's the energy that you're attracting. So, um, your descendant energy is really, that's what you're, you're looking for. So you're looking for a stable, um, person who's responsible and (laughs) structured. I think my seventh, is my seventh house also okay? I don't remember. It might be, maybe part of it is or something. I don't know. But I'm like, oh, there's something similar. No, it's not. It's, it's Scorpio because my rising is Taurus. But I think I think it, it might um there might be some cap. Wait a minute. No, never mind. Nope, never mind. Not not at all. Not at all. Never mind. Anyways, <laughs> you're looking for someone with that kind of energy. So that tracks. I'm always seeking out the like I feel like everyone I've dad. ever dated in a serious way is a is an earth sign. Mhm. You know, everyone that worked out well was an earth sign. <laughs> yep. Yep. Everyone it's that very... wasn't an asshole to me was an earth sign. <laughs> yeah. It tracks. It tracks. Like yeah. Pisces do very well with earth signs, particularly Virgos and Tauruses and Capricorn. Well, all of them really, you know. Well, we do really <laughs> yeah, well you just named all with Tauruses and like, Capricorns. Yeah. We do less well with Virgos, but we still attract Virgos. Too many similarities. <laughs> like yes. it's just a little it's a little too close. That sister sign energy is like a little much sometimes. Yeah, we we, we draw we pull we pull and we we push. We push and we pull. So <laughs> it's all sometimes about that's just too much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
perfectionism really gets in the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 our um that's our meats. I had an article on here, but I think I copied the same article, and I didn't think oh, I did. Yeah, the when to break up? Kind yeah, of but I didn't. I thought I had two. I thought I had two different ones, but I don't know. So we have our we have our stoner scopes today anyway. So we have plenty yes. to get into after yes. our break. Also, but you know, I can't I can't say much more about uh, the astrology of breakups without having a having a little cry fest on the pods. So I'm just not gonna. <laughs> oh no, you're good. You're good. No, um, this was just you know I just thought this was really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I was in a space a couple weeks ago when I thought about doing this episode and I was like, we're you know, in a space, weren't I you? was in a space. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, I, I thought that I was, you know, at the end. <laughs> yeah. Christine was ready for this. She like, we had a, a different episode lined up and Christine can't, <laughs> <clears throat> Mind you, I'm having an experience over here. And Christine's like, yeah, you know what? Same, same. And then now she's like, actually, never mind, girl. Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. Actually, you know, it's not over. But let's continue into this because who knows? It's it's always over every once in a while. It's like, you know, I think it might be over. And then like two days later, I'm like, oh, no, it's not over. It's toxic. It's so toxic. This time it was long, though. It was long. Thought it was really it over. Was. We thought it That's was serious. Okay. I didn't think it was serious. I told Christine Shelby it was not faced. I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, we'll be back. We'll be back. So you know, then I jumped back just, on. I'm like, oh, we're back. <laughs> I guess it's we're back. So funny to me how people in your life who like talk to you on a regular basis like. They just identify your patterns so quickly, and every time that happens to me where someone's like, hey, don't do this thing that you always do, or like, no, actually, you don't need to worry about this because historically, this is how it works out for you. Like, why can't I remember any of that shit? Because they're always like, yeah, 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 okay, it'll be fine. Like, In the yes, moment, I'm here you are to listen. Devastated. <laughs> devastated. But also... There is no need. Like, you are fine, and you will be fine. And your rational mind is telling you this, but it's like, but no, like, you know, it's like, I, I, I think I told you on the on my snaps, like, that attachment stuff, woo, it's just, mm-hmm. just kicks it right up. so quickly. Yes, and you're just like, oh my god, it's... And the next thing it's you know, it's end. like, Everything's why? Over. Everybody Everything's hates over. Everybody hates me. Yes, all of that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've had a few of those experiences in the last few weeks where I've just been like, oh my god, I'm so annoying and everyone hates me, and then I just had to be like, nope, I'm fine, and then literally, like, immediately after that, it was confirmed, like, no, actually, everything is fine, and you are just an anxious-ass bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Like, fix that attachment style. Ooh, it's so hard. It's so hard. (laughs) You be thinking you're all right, and then, you know, something, something happens. But you know, yeah, we're 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 gonna figure it out. We're gonna figure it out. I told Shelby I was we're doing some some sinistry digging this morning. You know, mm-hmm. I saw some interesting mm-hmm. things. So saw some interesting things. Yeah. 
like, well, I guess this is going to be for a while. Speaking of the Saturn descendants, you know, Saturn descendant conjunctions. Mm, We love to see it. We love to see it. (laughs) All right. Should we um, take a quick little break and then come back with some stoner scopes? Let's come back with some stoner scopes. I'm excited about that. (laughs) Says Christine as she hits this J. As I'm (laughs) just hitting this J. (laughs) Yeah. Edibles kicking in. All right. Uh, We'll take a quick break and we will be right back. After these messages. (laughs) Welcome back, y'all. We're here for the uh, stoner scopes. ASMR. Yes. <laughs> I got to take a picture of Christine. She's like such a vibe right now. She's got her J. She's got this, she's got this plants in the background. Yes. It's really. We're vibing. It's really something. We're vibing. So. She's always got a perfect vignette. <laughs> yes. You know, we love a vignette. So, y'all, we're back, and we're ready for our Stoner Scopes, a.k.a. the Stars and Strains Scope by Leafly. Thank you, Leafly, for always giving us some great content that we love on this Pisces podcast, because you know that we are indeed stoners. So, this month we are starting out with Aries. Happy birthday, Yay. Aries. Aries As season. Aries season. As the first sign of the zodiac, Aries is considered the most bold, frank, and spontaneous sign. A wild month awaits you, my friend. The universe is sending you some major energy, and it's up to you to harness it and make the most of it. Your ruling planet, Mars, will move through your sign all month long, which means feeling like you can take on the world. You'll have a lot of drive and motivation, so don't waste it. Use that energy to make progress on your goals, whether work-related or personal. Just be sure to take some time. Existing not new Mm. projects. Well, you know, (laughs) hey, you know, that's not what it said. That's not what it said. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they know you. Know yourself, Aries. Know yourself. <laughs> Just make sure to take some time to chill and relax, too. Um, around the middle of the month, you may feel some tension in your relationships. Venus is moving through your seventh house of partnerships, which means there could be some conflicts or disagreements with your significant other, business partner, or close friend. But don't stress too much, Aries. It's okay. This is just a temporary blip. And with some open communication and compromise, you'll be able to work some things out. Stay true to yourself and your needs because you don't want to give up too much of yourself to just keep the peace. Overall, April is going to be a month of growth, progress, and maybe a little bit of drama. But you got this, Aries. So... You got this. (laughs) Now, just like last month, y'all, I am not going to do the entire um, horoscope for each sign. We will just do your strain horoscope 
but because it's Aries birthday, you're going to do Aries full horoscope and their strain horoscope. So Aries, your April strain, you are fiery and unconventional and rebellious. This strain is a perfect match for you, Aries. Even the most law-abiding citizens among you will want a taste. Outlaw, that's the strain. Outlaw. Outlaw's initial impact comes quickly and powerfully but evens out to an un, an uplifting, sorry, that was all together, uplifting clear-headed buzz over time. This bud is sure to ignite your spirit and fuel you up this month. Outlaw, Aries, that is your strain. So. Okay, we like it. We, we love like it. it. So, Taurus. Happy Hiker, that's the strain, offers a happy and uplifting high that's perfect for exploring the beauty of the natural world. With its fresh and herbal flavor profile and energizing effects, this sativa-dominant hybrid is like a hike through a sun-dappled forest, invigorating, refreshing, and full of joy. As a tourist looking to reconnect with the world around you, Grab your backpack, pack your favorite pipe, and hit the trails with Happy Hiker by your side. That sounds so nice. Happy Hiker. That actually sounds really nice. I have right? zero tourist placements, but I'm obsessed with them. So it's My tourist rising is like just it. really loving it. It's just like, oh, yes, Happy Hiker. Let me maybe be... put that on my list. Happy Somebody hiker. find that for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. so, next we have Gemini. People say there's two distinct sides to you, Gemini, and the word on the street is there's a comparable, complementary hybrid out there. Ooh, uh-oh. Two Beards, that's the strain, is known for its potent effects, including relaxation, euphoria, CBD content, and increased creativity. Some users also report feeling energized and focused after consuming this strain. I could use some of that. Mm. <laughs> See, that's your Gemini place. I could use a little it's energy like, mm. and focus right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> like, let's let's vibe out. That's always my my vibe. Like, let's let's space out. Then I'm like, oh, I'm too spaced out. I need to bring it back in. <laughs> I'm too spaced out. See, and then we talk about this every time we do a stoner scope or talk about weed. Like, I need a sativa because I need, like, an indica. Just, I will literally do nothing. Like, I'm <laughs> so in the couch. It's not even fucking funny. Like, <laughs> See, I think I like to do things on an indica. I think I like to, to like... I don't know. Well, it depends it's on how. how it's definitely yeah. a more creative feeling. Yeah. Like a nice hybrid would be ideal, I think. Yeah. Like, I, if I can do an indica dominant hybrid, I think that's where I, I like, thrive. Um, <laughs> but, like, right. the sativa dominant is probably a little too much sativa for me. Um, as I think I have maybe found. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's noted noted um so okay so we're talking are we on cancer we're on cancer 
We're on Cancer, yeah. Cancer. Sweet Jane, that's the strain, is known for its intense, fruity aroma with notes of grapefruits, lemon, and mango. Ooh. Sounds Ooh, that sounds good. tasty. Right? Just like, mm, salivating. Yeah. Um, this the fragrance. The best tasting one that we've had so far. Yes. Uh, this fragrance strain will appear to your strong connection to your senses and enhance how you use them to navigate the world. The strain's uplifting and euphoric qualities may also help to boost your mood and release any pent-up emotions. Mm. Release those okay. emotions, Cancer. Release. <laughs> Leo. Blue Mountain Fire. That's the strain. Is a hybrid strain that puts the best of its parent strains, Blueberry and Fire OG, on full display. It's known for its potent effects, including relaxation, pain relief, and a euphoric high. The euphoric and uplifting effects of Blue Mountain Fire may help to enhance your mood and provide a sense of optimism and motivation. Oh, go ahead, Leo. Get you, get you some motivation. Get you some, some optimism going That's on. That's great. Yes. All right, Virgo. My loves. With this nutty and fruity <laughs> notes, this hybrid strain is like a crunchy granola bar in bud form. But don't be fooled Ew. by its wholesome it. facade. <laughs> granola funk, that's the strain, also packs a punch with its high THC content, making it a potent choice for the discerning Virgo who wants to relax and unwind after a long day of chasing perfectionism. Mm. <laughs> no, this sounds like the worst. I don't want this strain at all. Sorry, Virgos. It sounds helpful it. for you, but right. it's not for me. Right. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> With your attention to detail and love for all things natural and earthy, you'll love this bird. This bud, sorry. Uh, Virgo, yeah. A crunchy granola bar. Mm. Interesting. All right. Why the All fuck right. would you want that? <laughs> All right, Libra. So, like a perfectly balanced cocktail, this hybrid strain offers the just the right mix of relaxation and euphoria. A delightful choice for the Libra who wants to unwind with a sense of harmony and balance. Plus, with its bright orange hairs and frosty trichromes, Colorado Creamsicle, that's the strain, is a visually stunning strain that will appeal to the Libra's love of beauty and aesthetics. It's like sipping a perfectly crafted creamsicle while basking in the beauty of a Rocky Mountain sunset. What more could you ask for? Oh my God, that sounds amazing. It really does. Like, I, I you had me at orange creamsicle. Right? Really. Colorado creamsicle. Delicious. Yes. Go ahead, Libra. Like, let me smoke that with you. Hey, Libras. Right. <laughs> hey, let's be friends. Right. We can do that. Yes. We can do that. We know some Libras, right? Well. 
Do yeah. I know some Libra smokers? I mean, we'll find some. <laughs> um, Scorpio. Wish Mountain, that's the strain, is an indica-dominant hybrid that boasts a deep and complex flavor profile, which hints with hints of earthiness and pine that evoke the rugged, untamed beauty of the wilderness. But don't be fooled. Right? Mm, Sounds intense. (laughs) But don't be fooled by its calming effects. Like the Scorpio, Wish Mountain has hidden depths and a potent punch that can take you by surprise. It's the kind of strain that takes you on a mystical journey through the mountains, unlocking the secrets of one of the universe one toke at a time. Ooh, that sounds that sounds like it's a intriguing. fun time for me. I I'm that's like, one of those things where I like I would want to know what I'm about to get into. <laughs> like I yeah. wouldn't want to smoke that without knowing like I'm about to go on a little journey here. Because sometimes I just want to get a little high and just go about my day. True. This doesn't true. sound like that. <laughs> no, this sounds this sounds like a time. <laughs> it's like but it's we Scorpio, had a time last so night. Like, that that tracks. It's like you you do it or you you go deep when you do it. They gotta go deep. They gotta go deep. Yes. All right. So Sagittarius. With its sweet fruity flavor and uplifting effects. Rocky Mountain Blueberry bursts with terps of fresh mountain air that will invigorate the Sagittarius spirit and inspire them to new heights of creativity and exploration. It's the perfect companion for the Sag on their next journey, be it trekking through the Rockies or simply seeking out new experiences in their own backyard. So pack your bags and grab your bowl. It's time to hit the trail with Rocky Mountain Blueberry by your side. We've got some serious outdoor energy. These horses are (coughs) like, bitch, it's springtime. Get out there. Yes, (laughs) the seasons are changing. Get outside. Yes, y'all, we've been in the house. It's time to get out. Let's get it. Mm -hmm. I'm into it. I'm into it. So, Cap. Here we go, Cap. Arctic Sun offers a clear-headed and focused high perfect for powering through the day. Great. Ooh, okay. With its bright citrusy flavor and uplifting effects, this sativa-dominant hybrid is just like a burst of sunshine on a crisp winter morning, invigorating, mm. energizing, and ready to take on the world. See, this sounds like what you were talking about. I know. It sounds ideal, honestly. (laughs) Yes. For a Capricorn looking to stay on top of their game, Arctic Sun is the perfect strain to light up the path to success. Hmm. Okay, Okay, Cap. Okay. Get it. Very, uh... Here we go. Yeah, that's heavily sativa. Mm Mm-hmm. Aquarius. All right. Space Cowboy. Yes, this is what I'm talking Ooh, about. That sounds so Aquarius. Sounds already. great. I haven't even read the description. <laughs> right. Offers a mind-bending and psychedelic high, perfect for exploring the outer reaches of the universe. With its Ooh, fruity sexy. 
an earthy flavor profile and trippy effects this hybrid strain takes you on a journey through the cosmos full of wonder discovery and mind-bending insights for an aquarius looking to blaze a trail into the future hop on your cosmic steed and ride into the unknown with space cowboy by your side see Mm -hmm. that sounds like a good time to me Save a, an Aries, ride a, ride a cow, the cowboy. <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> hey. And did we just do this one? Maybe it's different. No, it's different. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> so Pisces, Rocky Mountain High offers a tranquil and serene high Perfect for tapping into the creative depths of the mind. Earthy and piney flavor profile and calming effects make this hybrid strain feel like a hike through the misty mountains full of mystery, enchantment, and endless possibilities. Should you want to unlock the secrets of the universe, take a puff on Rocky Mountain High and let your mind soar to new heights of imagination and wonder that okay so not to be confused with the the sagittarius rocky mountain blueberry but right that sounds nice that sounds yes. like a less intense version right and uh <laughs> I'm, i feel very attracted to that i i could do that i could take a nice little hike have a little euphoria yes little mystical everything's gonna be okay misty you know it's a little more enchanting yeah it's a little less Mm -hmm. yeah like why you know adventurous we're just a little more calm and serene with our shits the perfect strain for you to be smoking on your like nature like adventurous hike when you are it's like it's juxta it's the scene of your main character life that juxtaposes um you're crying and putting the bed frame together that we mentioned earlier <laughs> yes yes it's the perfect strain for that yes well y'all that's been our stoner stuff <laughs> that's it y'all you know because hmm. i light it up again Yet again. I hope you've enjoyed this this stoner scope. Look, I'm like like we don't have a podcast to wrap. Um. <laughs> right, 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 right. We gotta wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> so okay, y'all. Um, let's do let's some charts sometimes. Oh let's, yeah! Oh my god! Know, Please send us send your us birth you know, information. Send us your information. Send us some questions. Like, let's get into your charts. Let's talk about some things, y'all. Let us know if there's things you want to talk about on the show. Send us voice notes. Email us. Our email is suchapiscespod at gmail.com. And that's spelled S-U-C-H-A-P-I-S-C-E-S-P-O-D at gmail.com you can also drop us a line at such a pisces pod on instagram on twitter on facebook and of course on tiktok so 
find us in all those places um wherever you're listening to this podcast right now give us a five-star rating maybe write us a little review tell us what you liked um and you know you can even leave us a little commentary about things that you'd like us to do better but still like please give us five stars so other people listen to this podcast i would like to retire on this podcast okay hello (laughs) tell your friends tell your mama tell your wife Tell the Not person you just broke up with, you yeah. know, tell them to listen to the breakup episode, check out your charts. I'm not going to do know. that, though. <laughs> I'm not going to recommend this podcast to any to- any breakup scenarios in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think no. I need them to listen to that. Maybe not. Maybe not you. Maybe not you, Shelby. <laughs> yeah. But the people but, out yeah, there. That's okay. Everyone the else out there. there they're not talking about themselves yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> Send us some voice right, notes right, right, right. about your about a breakup. You know, tell us about your oh. your breakup. So you know, give what was us going the on. mess. I want to hear about your messiest give breakup. Give us the tea. Hear what the signs were. Yeah, yes. Oh man. Huh. Yeah, we could do a little a little circle back about that if we needed to on the next episode. That would be so fun. That would be so fun. Send us some tea, y'all. Okay, y'all. So we about to peace out. Mm-hmm. We'll see y'all next next week, next time. Yes. Bye. Bye, y'all. Stay safe out here and protect your energy.